Welcome to the Tell It Like It Is podcast, where we share unscripted stories of life and faith. We hope it encourages you and helps you to know that you are not alone in this journey called life. Hi, you guys. Welcome back. (laughs) I'm laughing because I just started this podcast and I have with me today two people and neither one of them knew I was going to hit start. (laughs) So I have Edie, my sister, back with us today. Hello. And today we have our little brother. What do you want me to call you? Mom's favorite. Oh! I see now how this podcast is going to go. Thank y'all for joining us. I'm hanging up now. (laughs) No, so look, I knew that my brother was coming down for spring break, but there was a part of me that kind of forgot. And so while he was here for this entire week, I was like, why would we not have him on the show? So James, (laughs) I asked him what he wanted me to call him because his name is James, but growing up, we named him or we called him Jamie. And then when he became an adult, I guess you went back to James. When did you go back? I actually was still in school, probably seventh or eighth grade. Okay. I think at that point I was in college. So Yeah. yeah. So I changed my name from Andrea to Andrea. Jamie went from Jamie to back to James and Edie's name is not even her real name. <laughs> yes, it is. As of today. <laughs> Got it. Legally changed in the court system. <laughs> so I'm not going to say my sister's name because she might hit me across the table. Her real name. <laughs> I just got the evil eye. Anyway, but she did legally get it changed. It is now officially Edie. So. Which has always been that. I've, it's always, what you've always been called, but whatever never on paper. Right. Like I've never been called anything else, yeah. but it's never been legal. Yeah. And I actually did that. Well, I filed the papers yesterday. Judge signed it this morning. Yeah. It's a done deal today. It was really easy. Fantastic. Wish I'd known 30 years ago, 40 years ago, I could do this <laughs> for that easy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So James. So last week on the podcast, Edie and I were talking, I admitted I was the most loud. Edie said she's not as loud. And we said, you know, that you definitely came in last when it is, you know, comes to being loud and um, boisterous. What was it like growing up with two sisters like us? Interesting. (laughs) Let's see. What what did y'all write for me to say? It's wonderful having older sisters. It was (laughs) such a blessing. (laughs) I have no, what was this last word? Complaints. No complaints. (laughs) (laughs) You read very well. Thank you. <laughs> no, I I imagine that you didn't have to talk because we always talked. Yes, yeah. not nonstop. There was n- <laughs> like not space for me to talk. <laughs> oh. Wait, let me just say, he probably doesn't even remember much of his childhood when I lived there. Because he started first grade when I started college. Right. So all his memories of not being able to talk are with you. (laughs) (laughs) Whose idea was it to have y'all on today? (laughs) I'd like to fire my producer, my manager, whoever's in charge. So do you have any memories? Yes. (laughs) 
That's like, a pretty broad question. I know, right, but right. like no, I, I have forgotten everything. <laughs> I don't even know my name. <laughs> Look, I said this whole thing's unscripted. So, uh, so one thing I will say for me was don't tell your sisters your worst fears oh, because they will shoot. make it come true. Dang it. This that, one's again, on me. This is pretty much Andrea. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so in our house, our laundry room was at the back of the house and you had to go through the kitchen. You had to turn to the right and go through another room to get to the laundry room. So I made the mistake of telling Andrea that my worst fear was that I would go around that corner and somebody would jump out with a butcher knife. <laughs> well, she made that become a reality one night. <laughs> and I remember getting in trouble after that, because after that, I would just go to that doorway and throw my clothes like 15 feet toward the hamper and miss. <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> Does it sound it like doesn't it? sound like you're sorry. <laughs> you know what? In my mind, in my mind, I thought this is going to be the ultimate scare. It was. <laughs> 40 years later. <laughs> but I will say that the look on your face, I didn't laugh then. I laugh now because we're adults and looking back on it. But I think I felt bad because... <laughs> Because I could see the sheer terror and what was going through my mind. Let's see. You were probably what? Six? No. Mm, How old do you think you were? I don't know. Maybe six or seven. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm 12. When I so just let it. me picture this. You had a butcher knife I in your the Oh, biggest. the biggest. <laughs> the biggest butcher knife. <laughs> and you were hiding? I came. Oh, yeah. So when he came. So here's the thing. He didn't just walk back to put his clothes. He ran as fast as he could. So when he came back around the corner, I was like, <laughs> with the knife in my hand, elbow pie. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wait, I think I remember part of the story mm. you guys are forgetting. Oh. I think this came about because he was already scared to go back there. And right. didn't you say, yes. well, what are you afraid of? Yes. Somebody's going to jump out with a knife? And he, and uh, he yeah, said, I think yes. Did give me that example. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So now it seems premeditated. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Look, I was laying in bed the other night and I remembered how many mornings you would wake up in my bed so mad because I don't know if you remember this, but I used to get scared at night. Edie, you went to college and I'm in that room by myself and what the viewers need to know is since Jamie was born, you and I shared a room. Mm -hmm. Like there was never a time that I was by myself until you left for college. And now I'm in this room. We're in an old house. It creaks. And like my, my imagination would just run wild with me and I would get scared. And why I felt so much better going and getting my seven, six, seven year old brother <laughs> and putting him in the bed with me. <laughs> but you felt safer, right? I did. Okay. So that reminds me, I came home from college and everybody had gone to bed and I decided to stay up and watch that terrible movie. I think it was called Christine yeah. or something where the car drives itself. It's basically <laughs> a demonic car. I was so afraid, by the way, never watch that movie. I never will watch, not. Never watch. I'm saying that to the listeners. Oh. Never watch anything that's going to scare you. But anyway, 
I remember here I am, I'm probably 18, 19, 20 years old, and it's time to go to bed. And I am so scared. <laughs> and of course, you and I were still sharing a bed because yeah. when I come home from college, and I was so scared. I went and got Jamie. <laughs> and I slept between you and him. And he was probably like eight. <laughs> so I don't remember that. But I think I do remember you coming to get me in the middle of the night. And yep. I was, yeah, frustrated because yep. you were waking me up. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was never like, oh, okay. I was like, why? What? Why? And I'm sure she was like, come sleep with me. Yeah. Come, come get in my bed. Yep. I just can hear it right now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you, I know you're not going to remember this because you had to have been about four years old. We had just moved into that house and mom had new carpet put down and we, your room and our room was on one side of the house with the bathroom and mom's room was on the other side of the house. Right. So she had just put new carpet down and I believe Mim and pop, that's our grandparents were visiting and you got sick to your stomach and had to throw up and you came and woke me up and you said, I'm going to throw up. And I'm like, come on. I jump out of the bed and we're running to the bathroom and pop is in the bathroom with the door locked and you started to heave <laughs> and I held out my hands oh. and cupped and, and you threw up in my hands and I just held it till pop came out. <laughs> <laughs> But we didn't get any on the carpet. <laughs> but I bet you probably don't remember that. Do you? I don't. So no. did he say anything when he came out? I don't remember that part. I just remember thinking, I have never done this before. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't get any on the carpet. Because, you know, you can't get that smell out very easily mm-hmm. yeah. on carpet. Yeah. So here is my takeaway from that story. <laughs> this will be interesting. <laughs> I was not nurturing at all. In fact, I, I was a fear instiller and you had Edie who was such a sweet caretaker. <laughs> to hold your vomit. Yeah. You're welcome. I love that. So just curious, being the youngest, were there things that you saw us do that you were like, I either want to do what they've done, or I'm definitely not going to repeat what I see that they've done. Was there anything like that? Because you were at a pretty impressionable age. I would say probably not so much because I was so young. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I was seven when Edie went off to college, 11 when you went off to college. Mm -hmm. So honestly, like, it was kind of weird because I had siblings, but then I also feel like an only child hmm. since you guys were gone for out of the house for like half my life. Yeah. So okay. I don't, I don't think at those ages I was really paying attention to what you guys were doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's good. I mean, really and truly, cause I think when we came home, like I, I know for me, when I came home from college, I saw you in a different light. You know, when I was living there, you were my pesty little brother who, you know, annoyed Lydia and I to death. And, you know, um, but then when I came home from college, it, it was like something changed for me with you in the way that I saw you. Do you remember when he said he was going to run away from home? 
I do, but I, I don't remember the whole story. Well, mom wasn't home, and so he was all mad at us for something, and probably <laughs> rightly so. Probably. But he was very mad, and he said, I'm running away from home. And I said, okay, bye-bye, because I'm sure I was in college by this time, and I thought, he's, what's he going to do? Right. And he actually went out the door and down to that street that was by the, I mean, down to that house by the alley. What is that? Three houses down yeah. and hid in the bushes. Yeah. yeah hid <laughs> but I was, bushes. And I was watching. Oh, you remember? Yeah. 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 I, and I was watching. And of course I'm laughing. And I think that made him mad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. I'm sure you and I have talked about this since you've been an adult, but there was a time, must've been in high school. And Jamie used to go down to the neighbor's house and play with their dogs. Is that okay mm-hmm. if we talk about this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they had, what, two chows? Three chows. Three chows. And you went down there a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you liked those dogs. They liked you. He had asked if he could go down. The answer was yes. No, who would have come screaming unless it was their neighbor who was one of my friends. Oh. But I thought mom heard me screaming. I know I heard screaming. I Because the person at the house, Mm. like I remember the dogs attacking me. Yeah. So tell us what happened. So I was in the backyard throwing the tennis ball around Mm -hmm. and it went up under some steps. Okay. That they could have clearly got under. Mm -hmm. Like it was just the rail steps. So the rails and then the uh, steps across it. So any of them could have gotten under it. Mm -hmm. But they saw it looked at me. So, okay, fine. I'll get the ball. So I get down on my hands and knees and grab that ball. As soon as my hand touches that ball, they tear into the back of my head. Mm. And I scream so loud. So I don't I don't remember that person coming outside to get me. Okay. Or carrying me through the house or through their yard. The or owner or the owner's daughter. Um, I just remember the point that she handed me off to mom. Okay. And then mom carried me to the house. I don't know how she got those dogs off of him. Yeah. Um. And then, like you said, one of the cars was in the shop. Mm. Dad had the other car for a meeting on the coast. Mm. So Lydia's car. And so mm. I remember, I, I don't remember being loaded into the car. I only remember one part of the trip to the hospital at a red light that we're sitting there waiting at. And it must have been really stressful for mom because like with this much blood, I was mm. like, I don't want to die. Please don't let me die. Mm. So it must have been stressful for her. And all that. And then I, the next thing I remember is being in the hospital, them wanting to cut my t-shirt off. And I'm like, no, you can't cut my (laughs) t-shirt off. (laughs) Because it was like one of my prized soccer practice shirts Mm -hmm. or whatever. And um, then after that, the next thing I remember is being in the room during recovery. I also remember like when I came home, this must have been your senior year of high school. Because I think I was seven years old when this happened. Okay. Like, I remember not wanting to go back to school because mm. I had this big bandage on my head. That's where they got me in the back of the head. How, do, you, do you remember how many stitches? It was like 40. Yeah. I mean, it, like they got you good. Yeah. 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 They, they tore off a lot of stuff. Um, so I remember not wanting to go, go back to school because I had this big bandage on my head. I'm like, all the kids are going to make fun of me. I remember you and dad like trying to talk me into convince me into going back to school and hmm. all that. I do have a sweet side. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so scary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this was long before cell phones. Oh, yeah. And so I have no idea. I mean, I know that I saw you covered in blood. Mm-hmm. Like, there's blood all down 
your body. Mm-hmm. And of course, as a nurse, I now understand that, uh, you know, you can, you can take just the smallest little thing and, and cut your forehead and it's going to bleed like Niagara Falls, but you legitimately had the back of your head mm-hmm. just filleted open. Right. And so, it's like yeah. a big, big flap. Yeah. You want to know what's crazy is I remember you coming home with blood all in your head. Mm. Do you remember when you were trying to go under the barbed wire fence? Yeah. And you cut your head. And like you said, it bleeds profusely. Right. I don't know if you needed stitches or if it was just a cut. Yeah. But the neighbor brought you home. Mom wasn't home. Mm -hmm. It was just me. And I don't think I had ever experienced any kind of medical trauma up to that point. I was probably... I don't know, nine years old, 10 years old, Mm -hmm. something like that when she brought, when that happened. And I remember really losing it, Mm -hmm. like going into full full panic mode because you were, you just had blood everywhere in your head. So it's weird that, yeah, that, that that both of you had head injuries that scared the older sibling. (laughs) That's wild. Yeah. Well, I will say this. Um, I loved having an older sister and a younger brother I talk all the time of my middle child trauma. It really wasn't all that. Uh, <laughs> you had the best of both worlds. I do. I really did. I did. So I would love, you know, for either one of you to just kind of share like what you thought as far as being the oldest and as far as what you uh, being the youngest, what you thought, mm-hmm. like something that was good about that. Something that was good about being the oldest? Yeah. yeah okay. No. You better let James go first. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I will say just having you two is like being able to guide me, give me Mm. wisdom. And that's even more so as I got older Mm. because y'all, since y'all were older, y'all had more life experience Mm. to help me through like any situation that I was in. Mm. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I would say one of the things I liked about being the oldest was I actually had an ability to take care of you guys. Mm. Like I, I sort of assigned myself as your guardians Yeah, Mm -hmm. and you probably don't remember it much, but you know, for sure, like you and I could get in a fight, Andrea, but nobody else was allowed to fight with you. Right. You know? And so I would say that was my honor and privilege as being the oldest. Yeah. That's really good. Look, it doesn't matter if you're an only child, if you're the oldest, the middle, the youngest, or like one of my patients the other day, he told me he was the 10th of 20 children. What? I know. (laughs) There's a blessing to be had in the fact that I get to sit here with my family and we have these memories. And yeah, there's stuff from the past that, you know, we could bring up that, you know, may not make us laugh, but I love that we focus on stories that instill that laughter in us. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's good to remember the good. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Look, we just wanted to take it down memory lane. <laughs> Thank you, James, Thank for you. Um, being on the show. And Edie, welcome back. Thank, Thank you, you again. And we just hope that you guys have a great weekend. We hope that there's something that happens that will make you smile or even laugh. And most of all, we want to let you know that you are loved. Thank you.